0: 40. There we go. shh, shh, shh. Hello everyone and welcome back to the very first episode of 16 16 Ounce Gaming presents Ras and the Raptor. 16 Ounce Gaming's back. What's up, Raptor? How's it going? What's going on, Raz? Not much. per What'd you say? <laughs> Ras- rasper, <laughs> rasper episode. <laughs> no, what's up, everyone? Yep, rasper episode. We are sixteen hours Gaming's back, and we fiddled around with you know middle aged gaming and all that crap, but just thought this one. I don't know. Me and Raptor decided this one works. We, yep. Well, we not agreed only
1: that, it is a much more marketable title. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> we're back, and this is going to be. Moving forward, Rass and the Raptor, but 16-Ounce Gaming Presents, so there we go. Which should not come to a shocker
1: to anybody who has been following our conversation over the last uh, little while here. Right. Month or so, it seems like.
0: I know, and we haven't been on But if
1: it is a shock, then
0: surprise! (laughs) Yeah. Shocker clocker! (laughs) (laughs) So, what's up, Raptor? Um, It's been... Let's see. We ended Middle Age Gaming three weeks ago, correct? Yeah, it's
1: been it's been one week since you looked laughed at me.
0: <laughs> Is this so- turned your head to the side and said you're sorry? Uh, you're doing a play on a stupid ass song that I don't know of, or I know of. Five days since the living room. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the name of yep. that damn band? Yep. I can't remember it right now. Bare naked ladies. Oh yeah, that's right. That's why I don't remember because it's bare naked trash. Take it back and dig <laughs> <Take> it. <back. laughs> oh shit! Um, what have you been up to, man? It's been it's been a few, but we've been playing uh, well, we've here and been, there.
1: That's right. Yeah, um, been doing some Elder Scrolls. Always oh, big fan of that game. Still playing it. I know you're a big baby, but uh, I'm no. enjoying it. I want to get into it.
0: I want to get into Um, it. Any pointers?
1: Well, it would be a good time. Um, Child is getting into it with uh, with me as well, so Um, we're just going to kind of go through and do some of the stories and quests and things like that, and stay occupied. And that's something that I don't do in the game. Well, it'd be a good time to do to join because her character level is low, and we're starting. Yeah right. Quest lines instead of being halfway through the game. So if you were going to join, soon would be better than later. I mean, either way, we're, same concept would happen. We'd still play with you.
0: Is there any crap I need um, to do before I can like join you guys? Like you know, how some games are like yo, you gotta reach like level make three a or character. five. Well,
1: no, oh
0: no. You could just make a character. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Anyway,
1: so i have been doing a little bit of that, um, but then, on top of having all these other games to play, the worst possible thing happened, and we somehow ignited the spark to play Red Dead Online again. Oh my gosh, that Uh, was... Not only in myself, but also in you, and also in uh, my wife, (laughs) so we've been playing the crap out of that for almost no reason at all. It just popped up one day, I was like, oh, I guess we'll play it. Well, um, so I'm really enjoying the changes that they've made made though. Yeah. You know.
0: I thought it was crazy cuz like I didn't even know like you guys were talking about it cuz I've been just work with work and stuff and then I was like, "All right, let's talk to the surf." And it's like, "I need to just like work on the story campaign." And then I joined you guys in chat what Monday or whatever and you're like, "Oh, you're going to play Red Dead? You want to do online?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, sh- shit." Yeah. You know, because I wanted to finish the campaign, but then I was like, all right, let's try this online. Then I just, online, yeah. I've been, you know, child and your wife have stories of shit that's happened. I've just been playing by myself, doing the collector stuff. It's fun. It's super fun.
1: Yeah, and and I'm enjoying it. Um, You know... Playing. I don't obviously have, like I say, I say it a lot in a lot of games, I don't have any goals or aspirations for this game, and it's even more true in Red Dead Online. Um, they gave me the ability to buy things with gold, so at a certain point, I just bought what I wanted. You know, I've got the pistols that I want, I'm not a big rifle guy, I've got the hat that I want. You know what I mean? Like, I've got everything yeah. that I want, more or less, that I'm high enough level for, so I don't really, all I have to do now is level up. So basically, no goals or aspirations. I just follow you guys around. And I'm kind of <laughs> like y'all's resident gunslinger. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, "Let's do these missions," and I'm just like, "Yeah, sure. I'll just shoot the players when they come by if they give us a hard time <laughs> <laughs> or stand around and smoke cigarettes. That's all my guy does." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, child. You, but even you, still,
1: I'm enjoying it. You know, like
0: she said, they we ba- basically yep. kidnapped me. So yeah, you did. Yep. Um.
1: Yeah, actually, if you want to talk for a minute, Raz, I didn't realize you were gonna have a drink. I have to go get some real quick. What?
0: What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Talk talking about what you've been doing, so I can go get a beverage real quick. Go get a beverage. Yeah, go get a beverage. We got time. I can edit this crap out. You know. Um. What have I been doing?
1: Oh yeah, I figured I don't want you to have to edit anything, but
0: no. If you just keep yourself busy busy, But no, Red Dead Redemption Online Yeah, we got uh, back into that Super fun um, Just the Collector I think Child and uh, Valkyrie are going through The Naturalist Campaign I'm going to try the Collector and Bounty Hunter And they did have a sale on gold Which ended last week So that kind of sucked because I was trying to buy more gold so I could do the natural step, but I'm not sure I want to do that now after seeing the crap child and Valkyrie's gone through. So I think I'll just stick with the collector and bounty hunter. I did not download it, but there's this map. Oh, what the hell is it? That's really, really useful. I'll put that in the show notes. Super, super helpful on the collector's stuff. What's it called? Let's see if I can find it real quick. I cannot. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's, uh... It flows with the time of the game and everything. So if you have to find stuff at a certain time or at night time, like certain plants are only available from, like, say, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., it helps you with that. Or if there's a certain, um way you need to do like the alcohol antique alcohol bottles it helps you with that it's really really good to to use and I did post it the other day in our discord so you can find it there too if you join the discord uh, what did Child say after watching what Val has to go through with the natural roll I can 100% tell you I will not be getting oh <laughs> so Child's not getting that roll And, yeah, I'm not, because I'm not going to tranquilize shit that's going to kill me or eat me. I'm going to shoot the shit out of it. (laughs) So, but Red Dead Online, super fun. I only came across, I think, playing solo three, three people on one server one time. They just rode past me, so... So yeah, you don't have to really worry about people. <clears throat> Excuse me, we had. Look at the color, res. Oh my god. Look gosh. at the color. Is that your mead? Sorry, Raptors back for all uh-huh. the use listening in the internet. Yes, it is. Isn't that great? looking? That is good looking. I don't know if you can see. I can see. No, that's good. There looking. you go.
1: It's I uh... I can't wait. Check out that glass too. That glass. Isn't that a sick cup?
0: Sick ass cup. Let's see. Child says, "Well, anyway, I'm going to be trying some of that next week when I'm up there in the Dallas-Fort Worth area." Um,
1: it's really good. This one's really good. I can't wait to
0: try it. I'll be honest.
1: My first one was my first one was okay, but this one really cleared up really well, and I didn't crash it like I did the other one. Um, I just let it run its course. And it was three weeks is all it took. Three weeks.
0: So like, Mm -hmm. you brew it, I mean, it's like, I don't know, beer, like the homemade stuff I make, it's like, you brew it, two weeks, well, it depends, you can do two weeks in first fermentation, and then, you know, another week in second fermentation if you want to add flavors, or just get more, little clarity, like you're doing. So it's roughly like, Mm -hmm. four to six weeks, and then you can be drinking your beer, so it's mead the same
1: yeah yep basically um, except I'm making a gallon Oh, a okay. so it's two weeks at a gallon but I'm not using okay so I also didn't follow the recipe that I was supposed to do I was supposed to be using four pounds of honey and I accidentally only used two pounds I say accidentally because I didn't really follow through with my math right you know I just kind of took a guess on a gander I was like ah whatever I just wanted to drink it to see if I was going to like it you know I just got eager so the first one that I have that's actually got four pounds of honey in it is I'm is brewing right now and I'm gonna let that one sit for a whole month um for four weeks um until it clears up but this one this one that is just um two pounds of honey and uh a quarter cup of sugar and then water Okay. And then I put a package of yeast, and
0: that's it. So you're doing one-gallon brews. Are you thinking on upping it to maybe five-gallon?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, there's, uh, there's a company. I don't remember what the company's name is, but if I do remember it later, I'll give them a shout-out once I get it. But they have this thing called the Catalyzer. Mm -hmm. Actually, let me just look it up. Because it'll come up whenever you Google it. Whatever, you look it up. Or not you, but like the listeners. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's called the Catalyzer. And basically what it is, it's a giant barrel. Okay. It's a giant, not giant, it's a six-gallon jug. And on the bottom of it, it's got a nozzle that'll fit a mason jar. So...
0: I don't know if I'm basically, up the right you can
1: thing. put all the ingredients. Basically, you put all the ingredients in it, and um, it allows you to.
0: Here, look the cat. I'm looking it up now. Just keep going. Okay, so have you uh, anyway? So, have you like done the? Crafter Brew. The it's called the. It's from Crafter Brew. The uh, ABV. So you know what, like kind of ABV you're pulling or. Have you, what is it called?
1: Oh, no, well, I, I haven't proved in. A- I have not checked my liquor, my alcohol quantity. Okay. Here, I'll put a link up in it in chat if anybody in the stream wants to look at it. And Raz, I'll send it to you okay. on uh, Discord real quick. Or I guess look at the stream. Click on the stream. Because uh, if I do the Discord, it'll mess it up. Oh yeah. Anyway, so basically, it's no, a it it's there. a six gallon fermentation barrel. Um, it's got a it's got its own little lock on top of it. So basically, what you do is you pour all the ingredients for six gallons of of whatever you're making into it, and it's got a mason jar and a valve at the bottom. So. What's really cool about it is you never have to move it to change stages in fermentation. Mm -hmm. Um, As the yeast dies off, it falls to the bottom, and it's designed so that it falls into the mason jar. Then you just valve off the mason jar, take the mason jar out, dump it, put the mason jar back, and open the valve back up. So you can actually go through your different filtration processes without ever having to move it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at... Do you see yeah, it? I'm see- yeah. yeah, I might get into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. So the big
1: benefit here is that um, at, at six gallons, you're looking at a full, maybe two full mason jars worth of dead yeast um, that you're going to get. So you're, you're talking about if you had to transfer that, there's a high yield, like a high loss percentage for your fluid, so you get a higher yield by doing it this way. Mm-hmm. You're only going to have maybe a quarter of an inch of of whatever you're making, beer, or meat, or whatever, that's in there with all of the right. yeast. You know what I mean? When you swap it out. And not just that, but that also comes with a thing you can put on the valve that has the hose so that you can fill up your bottles from the bottom of the valve, from the bottom of the jug. So it uses gravity to push it instead of having to... Make a vacuum. Are you uh? And pull it out of the top of a carboy.
0: Are you are you bottling it or are you just leaving it in like a? Uh,
1: I have that big glass two gallon skull. have my pitcher, my big
0: two gallon. Yeah, I was gonna say like a pitcher a, that I bought for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not bottling. Yeah, you're, it's, you're it's doing like it's a like a, a pitcher to pour like fermenter type deal. Like you can put it in there, and ferment it, but so it, you can pour your glass could, out of it.
1: it I ferment it in the. No, no, I ferment it in the carboy, and when I'm done fermenting and the process is completely done, and I'm ready to, to drink it, I crash it. Then I pull it out and let it get warm again, back to room temperature, and transfer it into the pitcher. And then once it's in the pitcher is where I'm adding the flavor. So, um, so this one that I have here.
0: When you oh, sorry, not to cut you off. Um, no, it's okay, when you go ahead. when you ferment it like. So, like, when I do beer, I put it in a dark, cool spot that's, like, right around 70, 75 degrees for two weeks. Are yeah. you... Is that what you do? Like, when you say, you like, you cool it down...
1: Yeah, I have a walk-in... I have a walk-in closet, so... Yeah, that's what okay, I use. so, no, not when I cool it down. Okay, so, basically... Yeah, so, I'm using the closet in my bedroom. Um, so... Basically, from start to finish, the process is super simple. I have all my ingredients. I warm up my water. I put my ingredients into the water. You don't, I'm not boiling it. I'm just warming it up so that I can make sure that it's all mixed up. I don't want anything at the bottom of the pan. I pour it all into right. the carboy. You know, after I've cleaned everything with the sanitizer, pour it all into the carboy. Then I put the yeast in there, shake it up, put the airlock on it, stick it in the, in the closet. Right? And I've got a little pan that I stick it in just in case it flows over. You know the first couple of days or whatever, yeah. And then for weeks and weeks and weeks, it just sits in there and ferments. And then <clears throat> when it's uh, at a when it's clear enough, I'll go back in there and I'll get the get it out after three weeks or so. This one's three weeks. Um, after three weeks, I'll go back in there and get it. Um, decide if I want to drink it or not. And if I do, then I um, clean out my pitcher. sanitizer Mm -hmm. and make sure the valve is clean oh sorry i got meat in my beard and um and then i will crash it right i'll crash the mead so the problem with with mead even still like when you purchase it is that uh the yeast is generally still alive so it ferments it still ferments whenever you send it off and a lot of people will use ceramic bottles or um, things like that because if it's in a glass bottle it'll build pressure and break the glass bottle really so a lot of your major yeah well because it, it's still fermenting so if you seal it it's still building up all that pressure in the glass right which is why they use something stronger like ceramic um, so just, what I do uh, is so I don't have to worry about that I I crash it so basically I put it into the fridge for uh, 24 hours. And that kills all of the yeast that would still be alive in there. And then I transfer it into a new pitcher. Um, and then this time I didn't put the pitcher in the fridge. I just let it sit. And just to see if I didn't uh, crash this one the same way, If uh, it would, how much pressure would still build up. But this one everything was already dead by time I finished it up. Mm.
0: Kings brew. <laughs>
1: it's October. Yeah. Best time. So so that's basically how I've been doing it. Um, I'm really excited about this next one because it's a cran raspberry base
0: instead of a water base. Oh yeah, you were telling me about this the other night. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, and this is the first time that I've done the gallon with four pounds of honey. Um, I also put a half a cup of sugar in it um, from the start. So it smells really good and I'm looking forward to seeing what it tastes like. Now, at the end of it, once it goes into the skull, I'm adding um, another pound of honey per right. gallon, maybe two pounds. Uh, but right now, just a pound per gallon of honey at the very end and maybe another uh, half cup or quarter cup of sugar um, because once it's done fermenting, then the yeast is eating all the sugar and it's very, very dry. Um and it's, it, to me, like I said when I was getting into it, I always wanted – I always like – when I heard about mead and heard about Vikings drinking mead, mm-hmm. I made assumptions. And those assumptions were that it was cold and that it tasted like cream soda. So what? whatever I – I don't know why. It's just the color of it made me think of cream soda. So, so I wanted to make a mead that is best served chilled or better chilled than it is warm room temperature and then one that was sweet to the taste that was enjoyable to drink but still alcoholic so this one has two pounds of honey and it's not going to be nearly as alcoholic as my cran raspberry one because it's got more more honey and more sugar right so the more sugar you have the more the yeast has to eat the more alcohol you get
0: so my question to you now is now that you're making it and have jumped in making it like are you enjoying it or do you think it's a pain in the ass do you want to continue doing it i like it
1: yeah i'd like to be able to do it on a larger scale honestly i'd like to have two catalyzers and i can make 12 gallons at a time that'd be fantastic because i want to make like so this one right this is like the standard mead all it is is water and honey yeah fermented right um I would like for that to be the poster for me. I want to make just standard. I don't want to do – I don't want to be the Starbucks of mead. I just want to be really, really good yeah. at the one mead, right? Well,
0: plus we talked about
1: – But I want to make enough of it to where we can bottle it up, and I want to be able to make it for you, like you about to say, I think. We talked about pairing it up yes, with stuff. Yes, yes,
0: pairing it up with the But beer. I want to be able yeah. to
1: make enough to where, where I can drink it whenever I want and not be worried about how much I have. Because eventually I will want to distribute, and it's not to make money, but to share yeah. a passion. Oh hell you know yeah, what I mean? hell yeah! It's something that I, I'm going to eventually get better at, and um, and I've given people tastes and let people try it before, and everybody really likes it. And that's another thing is um, is that mead is really on the up and up right now. It's really coming back big, especially in my area. Um, and a lot of people don't even know what it is when I tell them what it is. Like I'm like, yeah, it's mead. Do you want to try some mead? They don't know what that is, and I. No. So I get to have the experience to share with them, to explain the culture and where it came from and what it is and and the process, and, and people find it really interesting and and then they taste it and they really they're enjoying it. It's got pretty good reviews um, from
0: yeah. people
1: that I just I know and I talk to all the time, and they would tell me if it was no good, you know. They're honest people. Yeah,
0: like I talked to you. I'm gonna you make whatever the basic or whatever, and I'm gonna make just a basic like logger, and we'll combine them to see like that that place I in Seguin where I said they yeah put like the mead with the beer and stuff, and like it was like half and half, and oh my gosh, it was just phenomenal. Right,
1: and we talked about that, right? Like we talked about the whole concept of that. Yes right so just just to like touch base with anybody who wasn't listening to the podcast um, listening to that episode of the podcast the whole concept I don't of think that was in an episode I think beer. I was
0: just the other day talking playing games I think it was oh really yeah well yeah. The, whole,
1: the whole concept like everybody knows that Vikings drink mead right and mead is like the drink of the gods well that's not entirely true so old Norse religions or cultures had two forms of drinks right um, Beer, right? actual ale, and then mead. Uh, And they would drink either one all the time, and a lot of it had to do with the cleanliness of the The water. water. So they didn't have anything else that was cleaner or safer for them to drink, so they drank a lot of beer, they drank a lot of mead. Um, And the the drink of the gods was considered to be a mixture of both. So at any given moment... Norse religion, in Norse society, they would be drinking beer or they would be drinking mead. But when they had parties, they would mix their mead and their beer together, and that was supposed to be the nectar of the gods or their version of the drink of the gods. Um, obviously, them understanding that they could not get the gods' drink themselves, so this is what they considered or believed would be the closest possible option. Right. And um, and it's essentially like pairing an, a wine with a beer. Basically, so they put them together and then they drink, and then by drinking, they believed that the feeling of drunkenness was um, yes, I think you explained was a reaction it, yeah.
0: to being yeah. parallel so with they a God believed that or they, whatever. They
1: could drink God. right Well, they would drink with their ancestors. Yes, yes. So. In tribute to their ancestors. So when they drank the drink of the gods, they believed that they could party essentially with their ancestors. Yeah. And that the feeling of being drunk was a side effect of being so close to the plane of the dead, like being able to brush against that. Um, that was the side effect of it. So the right. drunker they got, the closer to their family they got is what it was. Um, it's really interesting. You know, there's a lot of really interesting um, articles and a lot of really interesting documentaries coming out that are going over early Scandinavian cultures and early Norse, old Norse cultures and just how progressive they seem to be. It's such an early
0: age um, of man. Right. Hey, hey thanks for hosting, Raz. Oh, I just realized <laughs> I wasn't hosting like a moron. <laughs> it's okay. So for me, um, I found out that my lineage dates back. I was
1: already pretty so. interested in the um, boop, boop 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 subscribe. I need to hire <laughs> someone to do better. <laughs> Child, you're hired. Stuff. <laughs> so I think that was Scott. I think that was Scott Pilgrim. Uh, anyway, so I was already pretty interested in Viking culture, right? Um, just on a like role play. For video games and Dungeons and Dragons aspect of things, so I started getting into it. And my dad reached out to me and said, "Hey, look, I'm doing this ancestry thing." And it turns out that a lot of our a lot of our history goes back to there. And I assume the tons after learning more and more about old Norse religion and old Norse culture and, and Vikings and things like that, tons of people are going to go back to it because the Vikings were everywhere. But um. But I, but I've been trying to connect to that that um. That lineage, and one of the ways I've been doing that is I thought, well, mead, I love alcohol. Why not? And Raz bruises on alcohol, so if Raz bruises on, I can make my own mead. For sure. And now here we are, <laughs> making mead, making and drinking it.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, oh my gosh. Brewing it yourself? Uh, that's one other thing I was going to ask you. Like, you said you ordered it from, I can't remember where you ordered from because I'm not going to give him the shout out on the. Podcast, but have you I didn't have you found I didn't a local place? anything from anybody. Have you found a local place that has no. like stuff?
1: No, not yet because I not there's tons of them, but I have not done that yet because I wanted to make sure that I liked it before because right. I didn't know what it tastes like, you know what I mean? Right. I'd bought stuff off the shelf. I didn't know if I was gonna suck at it. Now I didn't buy a, a make your own mead kit or anything like that at all. Yeah. No, I um I spoke to our friend Mars, um, aka Raven feeder. Uh, and my friend uh, Pagan Norse, um, who are members of my Elder Scrolls community. The Elder Scrolls, were. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and they make their own meads and are into Viking culture and Norse, old Norse cultures. Um so we just connected obviously I'm interested in all that kind of stuff they are interested they're very knowledgeable I'm very knowledgeable and we just you know we're talking one day and so Mars yeah. helped me get set up and told me what I would need to get and showed me a couple of places to get it so I bought all the stuff and basically it's not a make your own kit I went out and actually sourced all the products not that it was a lot of stuff right but, um I basically found the ingredients that I needed and here I am just a going now. Are you? <laughs> I am not. I am. I will say I am not making enough quantity. I am a very. Um, you need it to make would more not surprise people who gallons. know me to know that I that I like to drink. Right. I so I'm drinking mine before I'm able to make more to replace it. And that's get that's getting hard for me to. To not especially because i really like it it's a it's, it's turning out really good in my opinion and uh i don't know if that's just because i'm making it's just like oh mine's the best meat ever <laughs> kind of shit or you know, if it's actually really good so you can tell me when you come in you know what i mean yeah
0: no that's that's good to know like i've had people like oh well i'm not really into this well if you're not into it you're not into it but you know give me feedback whether it's like whether it's I, shit or it. good you know what i'm saying and I've had friends yeah. that you know. I'm like, into
1: it, but I am not making enough.
0: I'm not making. Yeah, enough. you need to bump it up to at least five gallons. I w- I would say. Like I
1: said, I would really like to be able to do twelve.
0: So if you okay, so if you did twelve, would you uh, not bottle it, but would you um, put it in a keg? I would bottle it or put it in a keg. Would you do, like a little kegerator with a little like pony keg? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I think I would just bottle
0: them. You think you'd just bottle them? Because like that's yeah. my next step. Or is mason to, jars. To keg. Oh, mason jars would be badass. My next step is to keg my beer, and um, you know, all that shit. But uh, it's one thing. I was just like my brother in law. He uh, he made a meat which is in my fridge. I brought one home from you know his funeral. His wife told me I could take one home, so I brought one home. I haven't opened it yet to see what it is because I don't know when he made it or how long it needs to ferment or shit like that. But I, I'm probably going to bring it up when I come up for work next week so he we can like compare his to yours and see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, a really good time to drink it too would be around Yule or Christmas. That'd be a good time to drink it.
0: Okay. Well, Just he's a got really solid time. He's got some other beers I brought back. Which one was called STFU, and I had it when I was I had it when I was over there. It's a fabulous beer he made before he died. But other than that, yeah, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I brought that mead, so, so I'll, I'll probably bring that mead up so we can do a little comparison. You know what I'm saying?
1: Side by side comparison. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Um, another thing to I don't know what I was gonna say. Never mind. Forget it. Forget about it. Jack. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was about to take a drink, and I remembered. Um, So I have a Target. So everybody keeps asking me if I'm going to sell it, if I'm going to sell it. Are you going to sell it? Are you going to sell it? Are you going to sell it? And the answer for right now is no, I'm not going to. Um, I will be giving it away.
0: One, you need to get a license if you're going to sell it. Like you've asked me if I'm going to sell my beer. Right,
1: right. Need... Need to have a license to sell it. Need to make sure I'm following all the state and, and federal regulations, and I will yeah. make sure I do that. Um, but I'm not making it to sell or to distribute. I'm making it to drink, to consume, right? So, um, oh, However, yeah. however, I, I do have a targeted alcohol by volume, right, ABV. Um, I really want it to be as close to 20% as I can, if not over 20%. Holy shit. Uh, because I feel like... Well, it's super achievable. Very easy to do. Well, yeah, and it, and actually, the cranberry one, the cranberry one, is on par to do that. But um, the reason why I say that is because of how much I'm making. It's not like just drinking a beer, right? No, it's, it's not. If I am going to distribute this, I want people to to get their bang for their buck, and I want to be able to charge a little bit more money for it. Mostly because the ingredients that go into it are kind of costly if you think about how much honey costs. Yeah, um, no, honey is expensive as all hell. Right, and you gotta do four pounds per gallon. So at six gallons, you know, I'm looking at 24 pounds of honey. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Some people can't lift that on a dumbbell. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Yes, child. We'll change this name to the Brewcast. The Brewcast, because it is yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I I needed. Like, I haven't brewed in a while, so I want to take more time to brew. Now, now the housework and shit's done. Not housework. The remodel, yeah. housework. all that shit. You know what's been going on. So once that now that's done, I want to start brewing more. And yeah, I'm. I think I got a. I got a couple brews that would go good with your mead. Um, you talked about doing a blood orange mead. It is, and I have a, I have a, moving. I have a really good <laughs> blood orange beer I could pair with that, or we could do. I don't know. We can, we can take care of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that's great because we're not yeah. selling it yet, right. and then like when we do move to that property and build a brewery and compound and it's Rass and the Raptor and Raptor the brewery. Presented. Yeah, it's going to be badass. <laughs> it's going to be badass. Farmhouse, farmhouse pre- uh, Brewery Presents. <laughs> yep, that's what it will be. Farmhouse Farmhouse Brewery. Yep, Farmhouse Brewer With some... What, kitchen, what are we, right? What are we, yeah, Farmhouse Brewery and Kitchen with some, what do we want to call it, Raptor Mead. Peed. Peed in the mead. Rafter mead, yeah.
1: Peed in the mead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really put a lot of thought behind um, a brand or anything yet. Um, I do know that if I do or when I finally do it, will, it will be um, Old Norse related. No, that's good. For sure. Like I was saying like I've before, that blood orange mead, I'm going to call Jotunbloat. What? So, J-U-T-U-N. Jotunbloat, Basically... Yeah, basically vi- uh, giant's blood. Oh, so
0: then when you put it with the blood orange or so, beer or whatever, we'll call it shart and fart. <laughs> that's it right there. <laughs> oh, that's my a good God. One, huh? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Oh.
1: Anyway, so yeah, I'm actually enjoying it a lot. No, that's um, good.
0: That's good. That's. I'm not make.
1: I don't. I don't have enough money to do it on a large enough scale yet, and I really, really want to. Um, and I had a coworker say that I should start a GoFundMe account or something, and then whoever subscribes or funds me is gets free made <laughs> but i don't want to sh- i can't ship it you know what i mean so it just has to be local like who's around me
0: yeah it does cuz so i don't know you'll, you'll... i'm
1: thinking about accepting i think am about accepting donations if people really are interested in getting some more of it just so i can get going with enough of it you know
0: what the hell like child? i said if
1: i get the if i get the first
0: you see what child said watching this just remind me that i should get my annual si- apple cider stuff what it... cuz it's fall or what? Come on, child. <laughs> anyway, I
1: think that is like two-something hundred dollars. You know what I mean? You're probably going to put another $200 in honey and water and shit in there. Oh, gosh. That, you know? so that like,
0: all-grain grain father that I got, it was like 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to grow. But it's worth thing, it, right? It's like oh, an it's, investment. It's so worth it. Like, once, right. you, once you do... Um, it's so worth it. Once you... Like, I did the kits before, and now getting the all-grain, and then you do the all-grain and stuff. Like, you can – I can take the grain. I can feed my chickens with some of it. I can make biscuits and stuff from the dogs. It's just great, you know. So I'm I'm getting, like, a byproduct of a whole bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's it's super great to have. And the more – yeah once you get into it and you spend the money to it, it you'll you'll enjoy it, Raptor, even more. Cause like once I got yeah. the grandfather, yeah. I was I like, I'm oh my gosh, like this is badass. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And I like doing it now already, even at one gallon at a time. And I was thinking that even if I couldn't afford the List I started actually pricing out just buying three more like carboys. You know what I mean? So oh, I could do yeah. Two more gallons at a time. I have it where because they're not that expensive, and the and the filters are not that expensive.
0: Excuse me. Filters. I have it where right now I can do I can brew three beers at a time with the the five gallon um, barrel or not barrels five gallon buckets. I guess you say the buckets I have and the extra two carboys I have, so you know I can ferment them. And all that stuff so i can brew three things at a time at five gallons and so when you brew beer at five gallons that's where i can get a, uh roughly a case of beer i can get so 48 beers in a bottle so you figure that you're doing a gallon i'm doing five gallons you could get the same with your mead you could get like where you have 48 bottles you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Or you could do Because this is 12 ounce bottles Or you could do the 22 ounce bottles And you could get like a mm-hmm. case Or What would be I guess a case I don't know It's pretty It's pretty crazy how this, this shit works And stuff And just You know Yeah You have that And then you ferment it Because like I'll taste I'll taste some of my beer Like you do with your mead Before it's ready just to make sure it has the proper carbonization, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, no, this needs like another week. Yeah. And then once it goes from there and it's ready and hidden in the dark place, then I'll put it in the fridge so it, I guess, helps keep it. I guess, I don't know. I don't know how long this shit keeps. I just know if there's little stuff at the bottom, that means some, you know, because it's unfiltered beer like your Dos Equis. Uh Uh-huh. Ultra Bud Light, stuff like that. So, just don't drink that or I'll, you'll end up spending the night in the shitter. <laughs> All <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, child shared a recipe for well, anyway. her cider. But anyway, enough about, I guess, I don't know if you want to say enough about brew talk. But, but yeah, just, let's
1: move on. Let's go to something else. Well, just, so people Whatever, know, this I'm going what, to talk about it forever.
0: I, well, shit. I could, too. This is one thing that people need to know. Like, 16-ounce gaming presents rest. And the Raptor, we talk about beer, real-life stuff, games. It's just what we're about. And this natural conversation is natural. Right, Raptor? It is.
1: It is. All right. So I've been asked this question a lot. People ask me all the time. Okay. When I tell them on a podcast, they say, well, what do you talk about on your podcast? And I say, well... That's a very interesting topic <laughs> because a lot of people do have a lot of people do have
0: scripted something stuff.
1: specific. You know, they're paranormal podcasts, they're um, video game only, um, they're you know all sorts of scripted things, and we're not scripted at all. The our podcast for the most part is just us catching up and bullshitting and then talking about whatever we want to talk about for that moment.
0: And what we like. Yeah.
1: Even before we start the podcast, we do the stream and you can hear it when you're part of the stream. You can we don't we don't have a curtain that we hide behind at all. And I'm not saying that other people no, we do don't. or that it doesn't work for other people or whatever, but ours is very Even when we're sitting there setting everything up, we go ahead and have the audio on. So you guys can hear us making the mistakes while we're trying to put things together. And you guys can hear us have our pre-show conversations and our post-show conversations. Yeah, And and really, it's more about uh, me and Raz having a good time talking about things together and sharing that moment with people. So whenever people ask me what we talk about... I basically just say, look, it's just a show between two friends that are catching up right. sometimes we yeah, talk sure. about beer, yeah. sometimes we talk about politics, sometimes we talk about video games it says when it, we have no idea what we're going to say until we hit the start button, yeah. sometimes we get on this random tangent where Raptor thinks that aliens are coming to the world and sometimes we're talking about how the SpaceX program is the best thing to ever happen Like it just it doesn't matter, or, whatever happens, happens or we, we, hit just start, about, we just talk goes.
0: about truckers getting the fuck out of the left lane <laughs> Remember? Yeah, we yeah. talk
1: about truckers getting out of the left lane, or we talk about we talk about rebuilding Broncos, or what we think about our Camaros. There is no rules, no rules, no regulations. Nope. Everything is fair game here.
0: Speaking of which, I'm everything gonna, is fair game. I'm gonna starting that tomorrow. Like we're gonna start tomorrow ripping. I mean, this is for you people that are listening live. Tomorrow the 18th, we're gonna start tearing shit apart on that thing. I'm gonna go get a GoPro camera and stuff, and we're gonna start recording stuff about a bench. I'm gonna put the bench together, all that stuff. So it's it's gonna happen for the Bronco. It's starting because it's yeah, been a be cool, man. fucking crazy ass month, dude. And you know I've talked to you about it. Yeah, it really has. Yeah, co-
1: yeah, yeah. It's been wild, man. And, I've been, and I'm trying, man. I'd love to get down there and help you ranch on it for a little bit. We come down there and make some... I, that's another thing I was thinking, too. Is like, it would be cool if I could bring some equipment down oh, hell yeah. to you, right? Hell and then yeah. We can do, like, a day where we brew, and then I just leave that stuff there. And then you would have my mead there you could. whenever it was ready. We can do mean? that. We can do that. I can even do, like... And we can do it, like, yeah. every... You know, we do like every three months or something like that. And then so every three months, whatever you had it would be done in the first month. Then you could use the next couple of months. Yeah. F- use it for whatever. For sure. While you're down there. You know what I mean? And then you would have it there if you wanted it or you needed it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That Oh, God, that would be fun as shit because like...
1: Especially if, especially if you liked it because then we could make trips like every three months. We could come and hang out with each other whether it's just for a weekend you know or what? whatever cuz then that'll be our brew of fucking raptor.
0: We just need to find property where we're like <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm saying. I'm telling you, man. Like I'm telling you. So me and my wife, I was talking to my dad about
1: this super awesome tangent. Here we go. Okay, here we go. To the personal life of Raptor. Off on the shit. So, um so I was talking to my dad recently and I'm I'm not going to lie I'm a little worried about our political climate in the United States. I am. I'm really worried about where we're going in
0: the country. <laughs> yeah, so much. And
1: what that's going to mean for our what that's going to mean for our kids. Um I'm I'm worried about this vaccination thing that Biden's put out. I'm worried about the the way the last elections were run. I'm worried about the next election. I'm worried about our new it seems to be our new policy in American politics, where the president just takes over and just uses executive orders to do whatever he wants and pushes his own agenda or her own agenda. Yeah. Um, hashtag Camila sucks, but um, hashtag
0: Biden sucks.
1: But I'm really, I'm really just worried about it. You know, I'm just I'm worried about the freedoms that we give up. I'm I'm a little worried about what we're losing as a country, um, as people, and. Uh. And I'm worried about the the rise in crime, the rise in frustration, the rise in division. And I've talked about it before. I really hate how our country is going right now. And and so part of that fear in in me and that soldier training yeah. that I've had tells me that I need I need to distance myself to protect my family so me and my wife have really been looking at properties like a lot of properties you know we probably look at three or four homes every week that is just out in the country somewhere you know that's got a little bit of elbow room where we can raise our children and yeah and i'm not saying that that like solves everything but but life in the city can be stressful especially when you have have different views and everybody and and it seems like the world is designed around us right now to where If you don't get along, then you do fight. Like, you fight-fight. Not like you argue, but you actually don't like each other. Or you're just a narcissistic
0: um, asshole, is what, you know what I'm saying? But yet... Right. But yet, you move out on the land, you move out on land or whatever, and you can be self... Sustaining and people don't like. Oh my God! Why do you want? Yeah, why I do mean, you want to do like, that? Why do you want to do like, that? That's just fucking stupid! Damn oh my God! Why? Why? Why?
1: Right. And I mean like, and I'm not saying like, oh, country is the way. It's all by four by fours and go mud. And I, but I no, am saying that, you're not. Um, for me, there is a peace of mind in having breathing room, with not being smothered in traffic, not having to wait six hours to get a fucking steak at a restaurant, you know, like <laughs> oh my God. not having to worry about four hundred kids in one class not wearing masks and sneezing on my daughter, you know. Like, there's just like okay, it's peace of mind for me. Like, not no noise. I still want to have internet. I still want to have like the running water. I, yeah, I'd like no. to have my own generator, but I want to have power to the house. Like I don't want to be completely disconnected from society, but I do want to have some elbow room. Some so a little, little, little bit of separation. For a right? cabin and something like that, you know? Yeah, just some. I want to buy five to ten acres of land. Child, Alaska's in too In the middle fucking of like cold. <laughs> No, you know what? Chad was saying, though, that there you could buy islands in Alaska. Oh, yeah. So, I was looking, and sure as shit enough, you could pay like $100,000, buy an island in Alaska, build a house on it, and still get a government stipend for living there.
0: Well, shit. But, see, like, I want to And then, I and then in buy... order
1: to get your groceries, you have to get in the fucking boat. <laughs> yeah.
0: I want to... I want to... I, wanna, I wouldn't I mind wanna, living there, I don't think. I want enough property, like, where, like... To build the brewery and stuff on in the front, in the back. But be self-sustaining where we can have, like, plenty of chickens for eggs. And then, well, you know, a few if we have to kill them. But beef, like, my wife is the same as your wife, Raptor. She loves animals and doesn't want to kill them. But, like, name a few. Like, they can have pets. But these ones over here, they're going to have to be slaughtered for us to have beef. So we can, you know what I'm saying,
1: right? Well, and if you think about, well, and if you think about it, like I've had, you know, you see these, I mean, concepts yeah. all the time. I mean, there's Wings. tons of people who are probably doing it, but they have communities. They have communities where it's just like that, right? So somebody owns all the land, then you build a bunch of houses on that property, and everybody pitches in for that property. Yes, but if you think about it, like, like uh, one full size cow. Right, if you slaughtered that cow, oh my gosh. I say slaughter because that's the term. But like that cow can last a very long time, even with like, especially for just one family. For absolutely, yeah, no, because one, they butcher it and they chop all the beef down. You're gonna get ground rib, beef, you're get steak. You're gonna get ground beef. You're gonna get all sorts of stuff out of that animal.
0: You're gonna get ground beef and, for days.
1: It's not like you have to. Right, and you're not going to have to kill 40 fucking cows to feed two, three, four families. One cow will do all of that. And actually, it's even better if you had more than one family feeding off of one cow because of how big they are. People don't understand how large animals are.
0: They don't. You know? They don't. When you're getting an 1,800-pound freaking cow, you know what I'm saying? They don't. People don't understand that.
1: Yeah. You probably have 1,200 pounds of meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, a couple hundred pounds of bones, a couple hundred pounds of fat. I mean, but you most figured,
0: of it's gonna be eatable, consumable meat. Yeah, I mean that's just the. I mean that's me. What me and my wife talk about? We want to be. Yeah, you know what, child? A uh, one moose can. <laughs> it, you have to live. You, you know. Okay, if you're down here, she said beef jerky. I know. If you're down here, <laughs> moose though, moose jerky. If you're not in an Alaska and a native to Alaska, this is what I'm just assuming that down here like when I lived in Utah and stuff moose was a once in a lifetime draw you know what I'm saying is it the same here out of curiosity out of curiosity how much moose can you store in an igloo (laughs) (laughs) right I get that if you preserve it right but like moose was a once in a lifetime draw down here in the lower 48 states and it's probably, you know, still true, but I've seen some of these videos on, I don't know, Alaska and stuff, like, where you can get one a year if you're a native to Alaska, and I could be wrong, which I normally am, but, like, so, like, the cow and stuff, like, that's why I told my wife, like, I could have, I, I have six chickens right now, five, one died, sorry. So I have six chickens right now, and you know they produce enough eggs for us. So I don't need to buy eggs from the store. But they are so fucking fun to watch when they cruise around my backyard. They, they 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 are a hoot. I could sit back there and have a cup of coffee. I could have a beer, whatever, and I could just watch them run around the yard and the way they scratch and everything. Like I told my wife, if we bought property, she said, "Well, I don't want enough to like." that we can't take care of. I said, you know what? I want enough, like, maybe... What would that be? Double... So that would be 12 to 20. And then we could sell the excess eggs because that's what people want. They want this organic egg stuff. And they'd pay for it. You know what I mean? Or... You could use it in your restaurant. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'd use it in the ex- restaurant. I'd use the beef in the and restaurant. You could have like your your farm animal. all right. Yeah, I want to be... That's what we've talked about, that we want to be a self-sufficient um, brewery kitchen. I mean, we can't... Down here in Southern Texas, you're not going to grow your own hops. It's just... That's, that's not possible. But... We can't grow our own killer bees though, and make some killer honey yeah <laughs> we could have we could have our own little bee farm for the mead, we could have our own little um cows, chickens, pork for the restaurant, you know, and everything else. we could just if we had to import it we import it but just to be a self-sufficient I don't want to say compound, but a self-sufficient area where you don't have to rely on. The outer extremities of the world would be would be badass, in my opinion. I kind, think it would kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it'd be kind of cool to be able to do everything on
0: your own. I mean, I know I've, we've talked about this raptor and stuff, and it's just like you know, having you. My brother wants to come down from Oregon, um, and some other, We could. We could. This could be just badass just a stop a on ba- badass stop on your way to wherever Oklahoma well yeah to wherever <laughs> it could be in you know in between Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, whatever wherever we decide to go it could be right wherever it could it could be a badass little stop cuz there's some little wineries, breweries that I've stopped at in those meetings and they're just They're just awesome. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, fresh chicken, fresh chicken eggs. I mean, it it can be... What? Homestead. Yeah, Homestead. We're going to live off like Red Dead 2. Or Red Dead 2 Online. We're going to do that (laughs) shit, child. Uh (laughs) Well, if that's the case, then I have no
1: goals or aspirations. I'm just going to stand around, smoke cigarettes, and shoot people.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that, you know, with my job, my wife's job, I can make that happen. It's just, you know, where our kids want to go. You know, Raptor. Yeah. That would be up to you, where you and your wife. Like, I'm totally down because, like, how we've become friends over the years would be like, I told my wife, like, Mm -hmm. just to... It could be even, like, 20 acres to start. Like, I'm over here... Raptors over here. We could have the brewery kitchen area over here, and then like people, Mm -hmm. people with in the vicinity of where we are want to sell, and we just buy them out.
1: Well, and you know,
0: you know what I mean. Well,
1: and you know another well another thing too is uh, one thing that me and my dad have been talking about um, is buying property and then putting cabins on it just for camping right so my brother had his wedding at this place called best day ranch or best day ever ranch or something like that it's on oklahoma or on the oklahoma texas border and that's what that guy did he has all this property out there he has 30 40 50 acres i don't know it's a bunch of land and um, he put cabins there and then he has his own pond for fishing, he has his own little area that he does like target shooting and stuff <laughs> like that, and and so he rents out these cabins oh, geez, to child. Like campers that come out there and enjoy that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so my dad like- and I have been talking about selling my house, selling his house, and maybe doing something similar to that. And I can only imagine how much cooler that would be to have an actual restaurant there as well because oh now you're renting out a lot like and these cabins were only big enough for um you know two beds you know what I mean like it wasn't designed for you to like I don't know it looked like it was very affordable and very reasonable and the price that he's renting each cabin out for every night you gotta think if you're filled up for the summer season or something like that you're gonna and then those people are also coming to the restaurant that you have that's there to eat every day like I, just, I think it would be a really good financial investment as long as you could get people into the cabins. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you
0: could, like, okay, have you ever been down to LaGrange? Yeah, once or twice. Okay, so there's LaGrange Brewery that's down there, and they, they're a self-sufficient um, farm. So you can, like, go down there, hang out, drink beer, drink mead, walk around the farm, and stuff like that that they have. You know what I mean? People dig that shit. They really do dig that shit. Yeah. And that's what I was saying, too.
1: So, my thing is passive income, or as passive of income as I can get to. You know, um, being your own boss is not passive income, but it is, you know, working. Eventually, you want to hire people to do the job for you just so you can sit back and watch it. But, so I'm thinking of ways to make money without having to do much. And I really think that the cabin thing is, is a hit. Like,. It puts me where I want to be. Even it RV. Puts me in a position.
0: Yeah, or like the. You know what I'm saying? Well, even like, I mean, if you didn't uh, like. Just not only like have cabins, but RV pads. You know what I'm saying? Sorry not to cut you off. Sorry.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, even even RV pads so people can come to you park their RVs. Right. Yeah, so the options are, are there. You know, just a matter of financing and figuring out how to make it all work. You know? Anyway, like I said before, I am building I'm not I'm doing nothing but building equity in my home right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: same here, same here. Child's going back to the games. So. She said one, she said, God, I wish R D R two had a homestead basing. I do too. And then she said that if they can give GTA five all the crap that they have, they should be able to do some type of base system in R D R two. Which is So
1: I thought that uh, for Red Dead Online RDO, that a homestead compound would be to would be perfect. It would fit within the lore of the game. Well, and with all the features that you have with your mobile campsite, you could do the same thing with your homestead. Well, like they- I said before, we were sitting there the other night, and I walked up on an abandoned. Um, we
0: were talking about this the other night? Yeah,
1: it had a barn and a house, and it had farm area. You know, it'd be very easy to say like to set your compound up to be agricultural or to be horticultural yeah so
0: like I think it would be badass to like sit there and like you could farm stuff have cattle have like a property go out and do like these other other roles like collector naturalist stuff like that you know you could still do that stuff but like have a home a home base but and that's when I think Right, to make money. Yeah, that's one thing I think that Rockstar has been, you know... I mean, GTA Five is, what, eight years old? More than that. But it's still... They still are, like, pushing it for the next gen. You know, PlayStation 5, Series X. You know, it's coming out next year, I think, is what I read. But still, the game is fucking phenomenal what rockstar has done with all the heist and everything and i think they can turn red dead into that same situation yeah i mean i haven't played it i haven't played it for over i don't know i think almost 6 9 months almost a year and i'm sucked back in just cuz have you guys? Yes, child. Well, see, GTA the thing Five for has me been out since like, 360 was like, around.
1: Right. Well, and the thing for me is like all the jobs right, all the roles that you have are great and grand and everything. But even in Grand Theft Auto, you have the ability to have your own pot farms, or your own cocaine plants, or your own yeah drug. You know what I mean? Bases, like, yeah. So like, and in Red Dead Redemption, you wouldn't even need illegal stuff. You know, you already have the moonshining stuff, but you could totally make money growing cash crops. You know what I mean? You could grow tobacco in that game. You could, that would be awesome. Yeah, cause that wheat. was or true to that time. Or like you said, cows. You know, like it's true to the time, and it wouldn't need to be illegal to be lucrative. Like owning the club, the club. You could have a. Why can we not have a bar?
0: You know no, you know no. How there's awesome a bar. that would be there's a if bar. you can have a bar? Child just unlocked a bar. That you can own? Child just unlocked the bar and the Moonshiner thing. It was fucking badass when we were hanging out there. What well, is that the bar that you go to that is the
1: Moonshiner bar? Or is it a bar that you have inside a city that you no, actually run? No, it's in the Moonshiner stuff. It is. Right, that's what I'm talking about. I mean like an actual business, like an actual bar right like with people playing poker and a piano player like in in armadillo you can buy the main bar in armadillo you know what i mean like and then you would get money you'd have to go do moonshiner missions to fill up the bar you'd have to do bounty missions to get guys that owed you money into poker games like you could tie (laughs) in your roles to those
0: positions you know what i mean like yeah yeah for sure no for sure are you putting ice in your meat yeah. What are you on crack cocaine.
1: Putting it in my mouth. What are you talking about? <laughs> I told you I wanted a drink that was best served cold.
0: Oh, I know. Just giving you shit. My need is really good cold. I'm just giving you shit. Really shit. shit. Yeah.
1: I want it to be cold because we live in Texas and it's refreshing. <laughs> you no, know I, I mean? agree with that. I want it to be a refreshing alcoholic beverage, and I feel like I'm pretty close to it. You know. Yeah. Although I will say that I did drink a large portion of this cup, and I'm not really feeling it, so... Um, not quite at the alcohol content level that I wanted to be at. But so, it was delicious.
0: <laughs> would you say your ABV probably around five on that one, your first one?
1: It's, it's probably on pace with, like, an average beer.
0: Because I know, like, a, I was looking you know up I mean? average like, mead... Or a light beer. Yeah, average mead is, like, from... think i saw it was like six to the 20 percent you want to achieve
1: yeah so i want to be 20 or over you know what i mean like so that okay so that was the thing right is like the reason why i want it to be 20 or over is like i want the more bang for the buck like i was saying earlier if i'm going to sell it when people drink it they drink one bottle of it i want them to feel it i want them to enjoy the way it tastes i want them to be i want it to be refreshing and i want it to to hit I want
0: it to hit. I want <laughs> it to hit and be like some bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I I want I people agree.
1: to replace their. If I am gonna sell it, I want them to to replace their go to beer. You know what I mean? So like instead of buying a four pack of light or right, whatever, right. they're gonna replace I want them their go to go-to
0: beer because you know I'll, I'll supply the beer. <laughs> but
1: you know what I mean. I, I know want to increase mean. the alcohol content enough to where. That replaces what they normally drink. Instead of buying whiskey, I want them to buy my mead. Yeah. No, hell yeah. Now, whiskey's 40%, us. so I'm not going to get that high, and I don't know that I'd want. You know what's it, cool? But um,
0: if we did the beer and the mead, and sep- and then we get into that r- really deep, we could move over to distilling.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Why are you making shit? I weird have a distiller shit? kit. I'm dancing. <laughs> I have a, a
0: little still. I'm not using it. Do you want me to bring it to you sometime? I can grab it when I come up. Yeah, we can figure something yeah, out. Yeah, dink around with it and see if yeah. you get
1: something going. Yeah, I have a, I have a little one. My brother was making his own um, vodka. I think with you know because Texas state law lets you make your own as long as you have it small enough not to distribute. You don't have see, license for it.
0: I think it would be cool to like do like not only a vodka but like a bourbon, whiskey. Then we can infuse that barrel with the mead or the beer. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, that's another thing, too, that I would really, really like to do. I would really like to Child, have...
0: quiet. We've had a few. <laughs>
1: no, it came from some guy named Rafter. I would really like <laughs> to get a wood barrel and craft and brew mead in it. Like... Um, I want to get as authentic with it as I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, in Texas, that means that I'm going to need to have a refrigerated location. <laughs> Somewhere's got air conditioning because it's going to die out there in Texas heat. But I. So what if I you really bought think an think extra
0: refrigerator? Crafting it. Or, well, I just
1: meant more or less keeping it in something. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like. Okay. You know what I mean, like keeping the barrel inside or in a garage or an air-conditioned room would be way easier to build. Like one of those sheds, and then put up some of that pink panther insulation, and then just throw (laughs) in an AC unit. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean. Yeah, I got one. It wouldn't take
1: anything at all, and you, you know. Anyway, but but I'd like to make it in a big whiskey drum, a big barrel that's been sealed. I just think that adding. Or at least keeping it in there, keeping it in there would make it taste better. I think the wood would really absorb oh my a lot gosh. of flavor, and it would just keep.
0: You know what I mean? There is. A, a, I, I, I'm not a big fan of wine. Are you a fan of wine? No. Um, but anyway, there's this uh, place in Lagrange that we went to and they have this whiskey infused wine and oh my gosh i'm not a big fan of red wine or anything but it was it was awesome well
1: well and that's the thing too whiskey or not whiskey but meat is like a wine
0: yeah it is no it is yeah it is awesome i actually use champagne yeast <laughs> Well, I use some of that champagne yeast and some of the beers I make, too. Mm-hmm. Works. It just works. It works. Oh. Why is
1: the sky blue? How does the Posi-Track rear and a limit themic work? It just does. It does, <laughs>
0: player. All right. All right. Stop it there for episode one. Or what do you think, player? Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Looks like... Uh, the Xbox party starting to kick up.
0: It is. Uh, yeah. Child, we need to get you on another episode. So now that you're in do. your own place, so think about that. And you got your internet? Yeah. <laughs> 5G, gotta pee. <laughs> what is wrong with
1: you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What the hell? All right, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for swinging by and listening to us bullshit for a little bit. Thanks, child, for jumping into the stream and watching us Yeah, the other two viewers. Thank so I you, appreciate child. you guys swinging by as well. Maintaining that three. For <laughs> Keeping the affiliate strong. <laughs> um, and uh, thanks, everybody, at home and in your cars, listening to our ridiculous podcast and sticking with us through the ups and the downs. Yes. The ins and the outs and the long lulls.
0: Yep, we appreciate uh, it very this much.
1: Is a bit, hopefully, we'll uh, keep on top of it more often and keep pumping out content for you guys to listen to.
0: Yep, thanks everyone. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my god. Or skull, skull freak. Get <laughs> Cuff. Did you already? Did you already stop it? No, I haven't yet. <laughs> No, you didn't. Skull. <laughs> All right.